Klaatu Barada Nikto. Yes, it's the science fiction rating system. My name's Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Chris Redding. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Yeah, good. What are you drinking there? Uh, Pinot Grigio Ooh, with ice. It. With this big jug of wine and Sam Draper. Hey, Sam. Cheers. Oh, hello. he's got his beer. It's the 2001st episode no. of Science... <laughs> 201st. No? 201st. Oh, yeah. Two thousand. Oh, we're not, yeah, we're not in that, that deep. You got me worried wow. then. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am in the future, remember. I'm recording from the right, future, okay. so yeah. that's a callback. Uh, 201. That's right. We've, uh, we've broken the 200 mark. And if you don't know what this is about, maybe you're a new listener because... I mean, God knows why, but yeah, maybe you are. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we watch science fiction films, we talk about science fiction films, and we rank science fiction films on a big old list that is... Uh, What's the thing? Rank, rate, repeat? <laughs> rank, rate, yep, yeah, I think that's our quote. Oh, it's, on a, it's on a t-shirt, you can buy it now. Um, yeah, but anyway... We've got a. Uh, we thought we'd start this season three uh, with a uh, a double bill of the same film. Uh, so we're doing the day the Earth stood still, the nineteen fifty one version, which is today, and then next up will be Chris taking where they have on wooden spaceships. Wooden spaceships, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll be taking on the two thousand and eight where yeah. they have wooden actors. Where <laughs> they have Keanu Reeves? Yes, exactly. There's a bit like in both, isn't there? I think. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, Pierre yeah. So had anyone seen this before? Sam, have you seen this before? I don't know. I feel like I should, but I don't think I did. I think it's just one of those things you see a lot of clips from, don't you? I didn't remember it as a whole film, but yeah. No. Chris, had you seen it? Yeah, not really. No? See, I feel the same. I feel like I've seen bits of it, or I knew bits of it, but I didn't know it. I didn't yeah. remember it well anyway. Um, it's directed by Robert Wise, who has quite a crazy uh, IMDb page. He did The Andromeda Strain, Star Trek The Motion Picture, and West Side Story. Nice. And this. It's a bit of a weird, like, I don't know, it's a good mix. It's not as weird as the Mad Max guy. No, that's (laughs) That's true. Old Um, Hollywood, isn't it? They did everything back then. Yeah, it's true. Uh, It's a screenplay by Edward H. North from a short story called Farewell to the Master. Um, And uh, the writer, Edward H. North, was a former armour officer who, uh, army officer who wrote the script in response to proliferation of nuclear weapons during the Cold War. Mm. Uh, Robert Wise was attracted to the project because of his overt anti-military stance and also because he believed in UFOs. Um, so, me. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, saying that, I've kind of given you a clue to what the themes of this film pretty majorly are. Um, this is quite early for a UFO-y type film, right? Yeah. Very, very early. was the actual UFO landing? 47. Oh, okay. I thought it was in the fifties. Oh. I think was was Roswell forty-seven, isn't it? I think. I think yes. like Night forty-seven happened. Yeah, yeah Roswell. Yeah, um, when it happened. Yeah. Before you move off that guy, that uh, Edward Edmund North. Do you know what yeah. else he wrote? No. Um, the, an incredible-sounding nineteen seventy-nine science fiction disaster film called Meteor, starring Sean Connery and Natalie Wood. Have you, have you ever heard of that or seen that? No. That it sounds great. Well. It sounds amazing. So I think we should watch that at some point. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah, great there poster. you go. It's a, it's a fantastic process, yeah. 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 Maybe we could do a Connery double build, that and Outland. I love Outland. That's really I like how these guys used to do a lot of like war films and like old <laughs> swashbuckling things yeah. as well, you know. Yeah. Like, it's of that era, you know. Yeah. We could, in fact, do a trio of Sean because we could do uh, what's the one where he's in the little uh, mankini thing? Oh, not Ishtar. Um, it's got a terrible name. It's like Ishtar, isn't it? Yeah, it's got it's just a terrible weird film. Anyway, that film. What's called? Uh no. Zardoz. 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 Yeah. Um interestingly, this film opens in the way that a million other films are already on our list open. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, crazy. It's insane to think in nineteen fifty one you yeah. would get this intro that is so commonplace now. Um, so we get this amazing Bernard Herrmann theme done on a couple of theremins um, and you're in the space but then suddenly you see a radar station and they pick up a you know they pick up there's something heading to earth and then you get basically a load of like TV reports don't you with like the BBC and then you're in like India and all these different countries saying that something's coming uh, going at 4,000 miles an hour 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, in fact, actually, a lot we wouldn't know it, but a lot of those TV presenters that are in the film are actually were famous TV presenters and stuff. Yeah. So to kind of up the realism, which again they totally do now. Isn't it crazy um, how like it is just so you know it's been ripped oh, off. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's weird. Like you know, you, and you go back and watch things like I don't know, like Seven Samurai and stuff like that, and you see yeah. so much of like modern of, uh, Forbidden Fortress stuff like that, and you see like yeah. oh, there's this in Star Wars, whatever. But that mm. you wouldn't think you'd go back and find this thing mm. <laughs> be something that would no. would you? This particular it, thing, it's Crazy. straight in as well, isn't it? There's no mucking around. It's no, just no, literally yeah. this. This, this uh, the, the UFO comes, lands in a baseball pitch. I mean, this could be Independence Day, couldn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly straight away. Yeah. No, it's a great start. It's really so well is this done. the first like cinematic landing? Of I don't this know. Type? You know, like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, a lot of the stuff I read about this, everyone involved thought they were just making another trashy sci-fi film. They didn't. None of them kind of realised that it was going to be this, like, well thought of, or this well kind of. Um, especially the cast, I don't think they thought what well, they thought. Oh, we're just doing one of them, one of them UFO films, and they didn't yeah. really realise that it was going to have this legacy they actually had. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know if that's the first time we get this kind of disaster movie beginning or this first UFO landing. Um, maybe. Um, the music-wise, quite interesting. What I noticed was the music is very ominous all the way through, mm. even though the film is... It's, it's almost like the film's telling you one thing, but the music's trying to tell you something else. Did you notice that? So, yeah. like... Klaatu's yeah, like, like, oh, I'm peaceful. I'm doing it all for the betterment of mankind. Don't worry. And then they have this really creepy music all the time. Mm. And I don't, it's, it's kind of quite, I think it's quite interesting. It's it's almost like, I don't know if the music's there to make you feel like the cast or the actors yeah, yeah. or the, the characters rather than, because they don't know all this other stuff, do they? So mm. it's kind of an interesting like pairing. Um, yeah, the spaceship lands in Washington and Klaatu uh, comes out and he says, we've come, we've come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. And he puts his hand in his pocket and he's instantly shot by the, uh, by the army who think he's reaching for a gun, <laughs> I guess. Um, and again, that's a pretty modern, like, that's a hot take on, uh, on the times, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I mean... Alien I mean, lives matter. Yeah, it's a pretty much like... I think you could see that happening now. Pretty much 100%. Nothing, nothing changes, Alex. No. The future no. is the past. Yeah. And it's quite a dark... I mean, that's quite a dark opening. It is. It is. For a film this old as well, you don't expect it to be quite so... No. Um, like... And also just how... It's just so nonchalant about it, isn't it? Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. you're shooting, bang. Yeah. <laughs> it's so really funny. Um, Gort then appears, which is the big robot thing. Um, and then did you notice how... Everyone goes crazy and runs away, and mm. it looks really crap because it's really sped up. Did you oh, yes, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've read that uh, when they interviewed Robert Wise, he kept telling the, the extras, like, oh, you need to run, like, you need to panic, and no one ever did it right. <laughs> and it, 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 after, like, four takes, he gave up and had to move on, and he said, oh, we just have to speed that up because I can't make them... Like, no, he couldn't get the extras to react, like, well enough, and he just gave up at the end. Chris it's very is... difficult to explain to them what was going on in that day and age, probably. Yeah. Like, if they would have said, oh, we're doing a, like, a Cowboys and Indians film and yeah, the Indians are coming, I need yeah. you to run away. <laughs> like, yeah. They probably would have got it. Would you, what would you have done in that situation, Chris? Would you have just stayed there to get the shot or would you have gone out and speed it up? I don't know. It's, it's, you don't know what sort of shit they were dealing with. Yeah, because it does look weird. They're in a different... They're in a different they're in a, using a different technology skill set mm. and in a different world. It just looks it's, a bit like honky, doesn't it? It looks a bit weird when there's something like, <laughs> like it's a bit like a comic yeah. or something. Like, we should I just shout and release the hounds and like put some dogs across the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess actually like you've got certain directors probably would have like fired a gun into the crowd or something, wouldn't they? And... Really, yeah, just release some dogs. <laughs> well, back then they probably just shot one dead, wouldn't they? <laughs> it's like, literally like, <laughs> bang. Um, yeah, Gort comes out and he starts blasting like he blasts the guns and he blasts the uh, he blasts the uh, tank and stuff like that. What do we think of the design of Gort, the kind of monster? 
He's a bit... Sam's pulling a face. He's a bit naff, isn't I he? I mean, it's a bit basic, isn't it? Yeah. In the defence, it's 1951, but, it, you know... Yeah. I think I thought it looked good when you just see... Because they basically I read that they've got a statue, which is the shoulders and the head, yeah. and that's when they do the visor. That's oh, a yes. model. Looks better. I think then. that yeah. looks good. When you when you know it's a bloke, yeah. it, it looks a bit rubbish. Well, he's got kind of like, like built-up platform shoes and stuff, hasn't he? looks a bit... Yeah. yeah. You're right, his visor's like all right. It's, it's made out of foam. It just yes. Well, it, it's funny. The guy that played him is basically this extremely tall guy that was the usher at Man's Chinese Theatre, and he got like spotted as like, "Oh wow, you're tall." <laughs> be in films, yeah. uh, but he has literally no physical strength. He 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 wasn't strong. He was just big. So yeah. all those bits when he's carrying the woman, that's actually on that's on like strings because he couldn't carry her. He was too he was too weak. So yeah, so he's just this very big guy basically. <laughs> um, yeah. Was yeah. he in anything else? Was he? Was he? Uh, I think he's just monsters in yeah, things. Yeah, lots of monsters. <laughs> yeah, like uh, oh yeah, Lock yeah. Martin. I've got him here. Yeah, yeah, Lock Martin. Yeah, he was yeah. A, he was a yeti in the snow creature. There you go. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Um, so Klaatu gets taken to hospital, and um, Klaatu says he's from two hundred and fifty million miles away, uh, which basically makes him somewhere between Mars and Jupiter. Not <laughs> so he is from our solar system, but you know, doesn't um, make any sense. No, and it's kind of a bit weird this bit because, like, it's a bit odd. Like the doctors are all very like kind of grouchy, aren't they? Like no one's, yeah, like no one's treating it like this yeah. amazing event. They're all just a bit like, oh well, you know, he's a bit of a, you know, he's a bit of an idiot, isn't he? You know, like it's odd. It's like he's just come from like a different town, isn't it, rather than a different yeah. planet. And yeah, he's like he's landed in the middle of a busy road, and they're all really annoyed that the traffic got stopped. Yeah, they're not kind of like, I guess it's 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 the offset between these characters and then later on the professor, who is actually very like intrigued by him and shocked by him. But these guys are just like, yeah, he's just a bit of an annoyance. Um, Do you think and, though? Think maybe like think of like Flash Gordon things like that. They're around at this time, like those sort of serial things, Buck Rogers, and the aliens are like. You know, alien aliens like just like gibbering, like goblins out of Lord yeah, of the Rings. I guess so. And this is like a talking man, isn't it? So yeah, I suppose they don't know how to. Perhaps the vernacular isn't there yet to have this be an alien character. Like they only know how to how they can't to go too alien. Mm. They only they write around him as a human. You know, like they can't. Yeah. They don't know how yet how to like express Maybe. that this is something different. It is odd. It is odd. Yeah, I mean, his big thing, Klaatu's big thing, is that he needs to talk to all of the nations of the world to tell them there's some shit yeah. going down, basically. And uh, Harley, who's from the president's uh, office, is just like, nah, that's not going to happen. Um, there's a Cold War going on. We basically, none of us get along. Uh, you're not going to get everyone in a room at the same time. And yeah. it's kind of odd how Klaatu's just not, none of, neither of them will back down, will they? Because Klaatu doesn't go, okay, I'll just talk to you then. But yeah. the other guy doesn't take it very seriously either. And Cartoon's all like, oh, we've been studying you for years, all this kind of stuff, know all about you, that's why I look like I do. Well, why don't you know that that wouldn't happen then? Like, <laughs> or, or at least be open to the possibility that, that yeah. you, you've missed well, He just says, oh, research. you've got the UN, can't I just go to the UN or something, yeah. doesn't he? And so it's like, well, you land here then, idiot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the wrong place, the yeah. UN, yeah. <laughs> yeah. UN's in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He also has this, he has an amazing, Klaatu's amazing uh, burn where he says, I'm impatient with your stupidity. My people have learned to live without it, which is a pretty good... Uh, what, on Mars? That. Yeah, on Mars, they don't live with stupidity. <laughs> between Mars. Between, between Mars. Mars. <laughs> between Mars and Jupiter, that's where he comes from. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Klaatu says he wants to go out and about and meet the people and they go, no way. And he just smiles and he's like... There's no like crowd control either. Like there's a huge crowd there right yeah when it lands and like a few tanks and things do you think the army would be like we need to get all these thousands of people away no yeah they <laughs> don't... If we start blowing shit up and also don't they they then just start cutting into the ship and stuff don't yeah. they and trying to like destroy the robot and it's a bit again it's a bit weird like you'd think they'd have a bit more respect to just like oh we'll just start hacking this thing up see what's I, inside it. I do like the dressing gown they give him though the Ministry of Defence dressing gown it's a very uh, it looks very very comfortable it's got like an old fashioned kind of like you know like a monk habit has those big ropes to oh, tie yeah. around it yeah lovely if that comes on prop store I'm having that yeah. oh okay <laughs> um, yeah Klaatu's sneaky and he gets out to be amongst the people 
Uh, and he steals the clothes of Major Carpenter. Hey up. Hey uh, up. And he says his name's John Carpenter. Oh. Like, the, like the director, I see what they're doing. Yeah, yes. Yes, that's what they're doing, Sam. Um, and then basically we're then kind of introduced to the other set of characters, which are these people that live in a... I mean, I guess it's a different time. These weird, All these weird families live in this, big woman, this woman's big house. I could they? not work out the relationship here, what was going on. It was like they'd they, all got four mothers and eight brothers and like... But they just rented rooms, didn't they? Was that what it was? They weren't related. Yeah. They were just all... So it's not like a tenement building. In a flop house together. Yeah. But they all ate yes. together, didn't they? And things like that. And yeah. Like, that kid. What's he doing there? Who's his... Is he, Bobby. His mum and dad are there, aren't they? No, oh, not his dad. Oh, no, no his dad's not his course there. His dad's there. in the ground. He yeah. died in one of the wars. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> um, but, yes... <laughs> One of the wars. I'm not getting invited back. No, you're not. No, you're not going around there for dinner. Uh, yes. Anyway, so yeah, Clartu masquerading as Mr. John Carpenter, the, the famous film director, uh, he turns up to get a room and basically with a, with a Moog synthesizer and stop playing some cool tunes. The people of the room are basically demonstrating that rent rooms there are demonstrating very attitudes of the time, mm. and everyone's scared of the Mars man because he's escaped, and they probably think he's a communist, and they think he's just going to eat their heads, and like it's all. A lot of this film is holding a mirror to us and saying, "This is how shitty humanity is, isn't it?" I mean, a lot of it is that. It's yeah. kind of, and it's true. It, it still works, to be honest. A lot oh, of yeah. the stuff is very like. It's messages that we still kind of need to hear. Like, we've Well, it's got... worse now because if Mr. Carpenter turned up to a house now and tried to dinner with him, it wouldn't happen. Oh, no. No, no, no. They wouldn't let him in. No. no. Get some Karen to shoot him yeah. on the lawn. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, so he gets a... Uh, so instantly, hilariously, yeah, he meets Bobby and Bobby's mum, uh, uh, Helen... Um, and instantly, uh, Helen needs to go on a date with her new boyfriend. So Clartu's like, oh, I'll babysit him. Yeah. And, and they're just like, yeah, sure, go for it, man. I've never met. Who moved it's into the house? trusting in the 50s, though. Oh, way more trusting. I mean, he takes him around Washington, doesn't he? Like, they're on a whole day trip. Um, they go it, is, to... it is a bit weird. Do you think that was done at the time? Do you think at the time, if you really met I a man... so, yeah. yeah. I don't think you used to lock your doors. A strange single man who just arrived in your house and asked for a room. I didn't have pedos in them days. Well, they did. They just got away with it because they, <laughs> cause they saw the thing happen all the time. To be honest, if the police turn up with this one and, and Helen and the mum says, well, I just let this guy I never met go out with this bloke, yeah. you'd be like, well, you know, you're Are you an alien, love. woman? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they go to Arlington National Cemetery where the dad is buried. Sam. Oh, of course, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to. Oh, yeah, uh, he, he swaps two dollars for two diamonds because diamonds are the currency in Clartu's world. Yeah, uh, which is a bit odd. It's a bit Wizard of Oz, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really like this bit. They go to Lincoln Memorial, and Clartu's really happy about that. Um, none of that is real, by the way. All of that is sets and doubles and stuff. Is it really that big, the Lincoln Memorial? Yeah, uh, well, they're standing next to a, a model. But yeah, but the I real mean, one is that big. Oh, is it? Chris? I don't know. I'm just massive. Yeah. I'm not, is it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah. I've never been, but I know it's massive. Oh, okay. Uh, there is a funny bit, though. They go to see the UFO, and Clartu's kind of like telling Bobby, like, really the real facts. And the news reporter oh, comes yeah, around yeah. and he's like, oh, hey, you, what do you think of the spacemen and all that? And again, Clartu's ready for a sick burn on the human human race. He says, uh, they say, are you scared? And he says, in a different way, perhaps I'm fearful when I see people substituting fear for reason. <laughs> and the reporter's all just like, whatever. Crap. <laughs> Go get it. Moves on. What do you think of the alien? Like, moves on, yeah. <laughs> Um, Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, at this point, uh, Clartu says, "Right, well, who's the cleverest person you know?" And it happens to be Professor Bernhard, uh, Bernhardt, um, and they go to his house where he's got a big formula on the uh, kind of like a beautiful mind style on a board. I love that it ended with I wrote it down. <laughs> oh. Exclamation mark. Oh! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Oh! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. That's that's the end of his formula. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, he just solves it, doesn't he? He just writes all over it and solves it. Um, and then they get kicked out by the by the house, uh, the, the kind of like, I don't know, I guess she's the... Um, the Again, the, she takes it very well as a strange man. Who's like just <laughs> yeah, appeared lady. Yeah, lady, thank in you. The, yeah. He's not only really just appeared in, the, in this, the scientist's room, he's like doing the... 
you know, changing all the stuff. And the guys, the woman was like, get out. But she's not that bothered, is she really? No, no, she's not. Uh, no, no, it's a, yeah, it's a different time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, interesting, interestingly, the guy that plays the professor was someone who ended up being um, like blacklisted on the McCarthy hunts uh-huh. because he had kind of sensibilities that were not, um, they were a bit too the liberal actor. for yeah. Hollywood's liking. But he did get put into this film. But after this, he didn't work until the uh, until like ages after, basically. Oh, we're, we're pre-blacklist, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so at this point, um, that's it, oh yeah, so sorry, Klaatu meets up with the professor, because the professor's intrigued, and Klaatu's a bit like, look, no one's really taking me seriously, I'm, I'm a bit worried about this, I think the only thing they're going to respect is if I do something crazy, and the professor's like, yeah, I think you're going to need to do something crazy, aren't you? Because <laughs> no one's taking no one's taking any notice of the fact that a UFO's landed. You've got that giant robot. They're not really listening to you. Uh, so it's kind of this at this point where we're probably keying up to the uh, spoiler title that maybe the day will uh, will stand still. Would you like a quick quiz before we uh, do it? Yeah. Barrel on. Yeah. Uh, so this quiz is called "Do Remakes Suck?" Quiz, right? And I've, I've used the patented Rotten Tomatoes formula mm. uh, where what we will do is we'll start at the day the Earth stood still, 1951 original. Was it a higher lower one again? It is a higher lower one. Oh, so ones, yeah. 95% for the day the Earth stood still. This 19, one? 1951 original, yeah. Look 95% it, yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Sam, is the remake higher or lower? Lower. It is. Do you want to know? Do you want to hazard a Just guess? Fifty-four. 20%. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Chris, The Thing from Another World, which is the 1951 original to The Thing, is that higher or lower than The Day the Earth Stood Still remake at 20%? Higher. Yes, it is higher. Do you want to hazard a guess what that's got? About 40, something. Got eighty six percent on uh, wow. Rotten Tomatoes. So back to you, Sam. The thing, the John Carpenter made by Klaatu, nineteen eighty two remake. Is that higher or lower? Come on, than... higher. Got to be higher. It's actually exactly the same. So I'm going to give you a. Point. I'll get that. Yeah, thank you. I don't agree with that because uh, it's clearly not... better films. Clearly better. Yeah. But anyway, bouncing back to Chris, the original War of the Worlds, the nineteen fifty three uh, film. Is that got a higher Rotten Tomatoes than The Thing remake at 86? Lower. Weirdly, it's higher at 88. Yeah. Okay, so The War of the Worlds 2005 remake, which we've done on this podcast, mm. is that higher or lower I than it's the... lower. It is at 75. That's higher than you think, isn't it? Yeah, that is higher than you think. Okay, bouncing back to Chris. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1956 original... Also reviewed on our on our uh, podcast is that higher or lower than the War of the Worlds remake at seventy five percent? I'd say higher. Yes, ninety eight percent. They were big hits, weren't they? These sci fi yeah. films back in the day. Bouncing back to oh. Sam, the Invasion of the Body Snatchers remake in seventy eight, uh, which is pretty good. Is that higher or lower than ninety eight percent? Got to be lower. It is, but at 92. Oh, I haven't seen the remake or anything. Oh, it's good. It's got Donald Sutherland and he does that whole like... Uh That's where they do that silent scream point thing. It's got Spock in it as well. It's good. It's a good remake. We should watch that. Yeah, it's a good remake. Okay, so, Chris, the 1958 original Fly film, The Fly, is that higher or lower than 92%? Lower. It's 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's insane, isn't it? Have you seen that? No, I haven't. I think it looks terrible. It's got like a man's head on a fly. Like I, I didn't know. I didn't know the fly was a remake. Yeah. yeah. So the '86 version of the fly by Cronenberg, also reviewed on this podcast, is that going to be higher or lower than 95? percent Well, I mean, it's a very good film. I'm going to say lower. It is 92. Mm. Okay, back to Chris. Godzilla, the 1954 original, which we've reviewed on this podcast. <laughs> Is it higher or lower than 92% Rotten Tomato score? Lower. It's higher by 1% though, 93. (sighs) So, back to Sam. The The remake. The 2014 remake, also reviewed on this podcast. Not the 98 one. 
No, the 2014 one. Lower. Is that higher lower. or lower? Yes, lower. it's at 76. I feel like I've got a lot easier questions than Chris in this round. Okay, <laughs> this, this yeah, quiz. well... Okay, so Chris, the Journey to the Centre of the Earth 1959 original... That was bad. ...which we've seen and reviewed on this yeah, podcast... On this podcast yeah. Is that higher or lower than <laughs> 76%? Lower. It's higher again. What? I, I know, these originals... You can got... give me all the trick ones. The thing is, though... Keep, that's, you put them in order Well, no, well, the problem here is, right, this is the problem with Rotten Tomatoes, the only people in the internet age who review really old films are people who like really old films. So they've got high... So, so yeah. all the reviews are obviously high because no one knew who's yeah. watching them, so... Yeah, okay, yeah. so... Flawed. Uh, the journey also, to... Also, Rotten Tomato people are a bit weird. Okay, mm. I'm going to be fair. Chris, the Journey to the Centre of the Earth remake, 2008... Is that higher or lower than 83%? There's a remake. Yeah. There's a rock in that. Think it is lower. So let's go to Sam. Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, the 1958 original. Is that higher or lower than the Journey to Centre of the Earth, 61%? Well, I'm going to say higher. It is higher. On the basis of, again, only, yeah. only people who like old films watch old films. <laughs> Yeah, and then last one, The Attack of the 50-Foot Woman 1993 remake. There's a TV film with, I think it's got someone really weird, like Daryl Hannah in it. Is that going to be higher or lower than 75%, Chris? Mm, Lower. Yes. So the conclusion is basically that remakes do suck because they're all lower than the originals. But I agree with Sam, the the scores for the the, the originals are way too high. Especially because the only few we we both know, you know, we know both sides of it, the remake is better. So it's nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, well. Back in the day the Earth stood still, Bobby gets a shock. Uh, so basically, uh, he sneaks out late at night to follow Klaatu, um, and he sees that Klaatu en- is at the UFO and goes in the UFO and everything. And then hilariously goes back and tells his mum, and his mum totally gaslights him and is like, "No, no, you didn't." Yeah. And it, he made that didn't up. But no, no, it didn't happen. And isn't it? It's like his whole. It's like his feet are soaking wet or something. It's just yeah. like, like complete evidence that he was out. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's pretty funny. Um, and then we get to the bit we've all been waiting for, where Zaclati's made this perfect plan to stop the world, and he knows exactly what time the world will stop in. For some strange reason. He ends up in a lift with the main woman <laughs> at exactly the time the world stops. It's not very good, well thought out, is it? That he's like, because he doesn't know the world. I mean, he knows the lift stop, but how does he know the world stopped? Yeah, I don't um, know. <laughs> there's this. I love this montage. You get uh, a bloke, a really bad Cockney, getting upset. Yeah. Then a French woman. Yeah. Then a Russian, and I've just written down here. Factory stopped, train stopped, washing machines, boats, milkshake makers, cows, rides, car production, bridges, more trains, tractors. That's like the montage that you get of what stopped. Again, Independence Day, you know, it's 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 Roland Emmerich, uh, mm. Dean Devlin. It's it's that blueprint, isn't it? There again, yeah. like going around the world, seeing all the... It doesn't look very epic, though, does it? No, no, no. It looks a bit like... It's a very domestic end of the world, isn't it? <laughs> they don't, do they explain why it all stops? Uh, he's turned off all the electricity, I think he says. Why have the cows stopped? I don't know why the cows have stopped. <laughs> no. uh, he says the electricity has been neutralised all over the world. So, I don't Steam know. Trains? That. Bridges, why do the... Yeah, why do the trains stop? I don't the know. The cows are just grumpy about this. <laughs> Yeah. I think in the 50s, Britain used to have mostly steam trains, I think. So we'd yeah. Be right. um, it's also hilarious when they cut to the scientist who's really chilled about it. <laughs> yes. And his landlady's <laughs> freaking out. And he's like, are you scared? Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm really scared. And he's like, oh, good. I'm glad about that. Um, yeah, he's anyway. waiting his whole life at this moment. Hasn't he, for the world to stop? Yeah. He'll just sit his book. <laughs> uh, so Klaatu's big plan is to get all the scientists of the world to listen to him because the uh, politicians won't. Um, but before then, the true villain of the piece emerges, uh, Tom, who is <laughs> Helen's uh, boyfriend. And I've just written, this is part nine, Tom is a real arsehat, <laughs> I've written. Um, because he basically, what is it? He finds the diamonds yeah, and he thinks, oh, he must be a smuggler. But then he gets them appraised and they say that they're not from... Not from Earth. From Earth, yeah. So then Tom's like, "Oh, I'm just going to call the military," and uh, I'm just. He says he literally says, 
I'll write my own ticket. I'll be the biggest man in the country. <laughs> um, and, and surprisingly, How does he know they're not from Earth? The the, the person the jeweler knows, isn't he? Jeweler knows for yeah. some reason. Yeah, but um, would you would you, would as a jeweler, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're looking through the thing, right? Mm. Would you a go? I've never seen these before. It must be from a mine on Earth that I've not yeah. seen these diamonds from. Or would you say yeah. these are not from Earth? Uh, you'd have to have pretty big like credentials to collect to know that you know they're not from Earth. Like you say, it's it's the it's the fact that they know they're not from Earth rather than I just don't know what these it's are. It's probably just a jeweler who is very very full of himself and thinks if I don't know it, it can't possibly be from this planet because I'm. Or, or did he? Is it just some? It's just you some saying. It's like these jewels are out of this world. And they were like, oh, they're from another yeah. planet. They're great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, these jewels are great. That's the only time you way of saying that, yeah, not from this earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so literally Tom says, I don't care about the rest of the world. You'll feel different when you read about me in the papers. Yeah, weird. He's just, yeah, yeah but I guess they have to move it because the, the military have been so useless at finding Klaatu. I mean, they're just... They can't find. They're still really doing anything, aren't they? They're still just sat and talking about it aren't they, at this point. It's like going like, we've, yeah. we've got to start doing something. They keep saying that, yeah. don't they? Like we've got to go and do something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then we get this kind of very odd slow chase where Clarto and Helen are in a cab, and all the jeeps. They just keep you just keep seeing parked jeeps looking at them, yeah. and then maybe pulling out. But then it's yeah. a bit odd, isn't it? It ain't great. Um, no. Um, interestingly, uh, the studio, the army refused to cooperate with this, but the National Guard were absolutely up for it. So all that military <laughs> stuff uh, is the National Guard because the army were like, nah, we're not doing that. We don't want to look bad. But the National Guard were like, yeah, <laughs> Nothing sure. else to do. I don't okay. know what the organisational structure of that is. I yeah. mean, yeah, I don't know. it's the same thing, right? Yeah, you'd think, know. but yeah. Um, so yeah, there's this kind of weird slow chase that doesn't really work, does it? It's just all very boring now, don't you think? Yeah. It's boring, and then it... Well, it's boring. It goes weird when he just, again, gets shot down again. Yeah. He's just yeah. murdered in the street. Um, and then But he's ready for move. it, isn't he? He's ready for that. Yeah. He's, he's primed yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then we kind of move into this quite cliched... This is where the film is the most like this type of film. Yeah. Because Gort comes alive, he grabs the woman, he takes her to the ship. It's very... Like classic mm. sci-fi, what we expect of mm. this kind mm. of um, uh, yeah. In the it's interesting in the original story, the robot Gort that's the master, and the mm. the human is actually the servant to the robot. Just the other way round. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, they get to see in the spaceship now. What do you think of the spaceship design? It's quite minimal. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Minimal's being polite. <laughs> Yeah, really shit. Um, yeah, so Klaatu <laughs> gets brought back to life. Um, and there's an interesting, again, much like that sped up bit, there's an interesting line where she says, oh, he has the power over life or death. And Klaatu says, no, that power is reserved for the almighty spirit. This technique, in some cases, can restore life for a limited period. Now, again, that literally has been put in yeah. because the censors said you can't have him just come back to life. I read that. Yeah. You've got to have it be to do. He's to got be to God. believe in God. To be God. So yeah. why couldn't he come back to life? Sorry, because it had to be God. God had to do it. You couldn't have a film that didn't acknowledge yeah. that, that God was the only thing that could bring someone back to life. Yeah, you couldn't have an advanced science that yeah, yeah could could save people. The bit that doesn't gel with that though is the fact that, like you said earlier on, he's called like John Carpenter. <laughs> so clearly, religion was already on their mind at the time of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they didn't spot that little. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we kind of get to the weird, it is a bit weird, the crux of the whole film, where Klaatu comes out of his ship and he speaks to the amassed scientists. And the, it's a big, big speech. I'm not going to read it all. But the fundamentals of it are, you're getting to a point where you're advanced enough to go into space, so you get to join the intergalactic kind of federation, as it were. Mm. But the rules are, you get rid of all your weapons... And you can join, or we literally wipe you out. Yeah, and that's the only choices, isn't it? Like, yeah, is that what you? That's what you got that from. That I think like, so. He, he literally says like we're going to obliterate, isn't he? We're going to obliterate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't like surrender all arms to us, yeah, and that the robot is like a kind of intergalactic space like policeman. Yeah, or, 
Well, it's it a very, know. very polite sort of invasion, isn't it, really? Because, yeah, like, they're saying you can join, but you've got to join on our terms, and you're not allowed weapons, and we've got weapons. And if you step out of line, we will... Surely their weapons are just bullshit, though, compared to the weapons that they've got. Like, they've already showed that they can just make the guns disappear and stuff, so it's... Doesn't he mention that it's nuclear... Because it's they've do discovered with... nuclear weapon, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's because of we've got nukes at this point, and they're not happy with yeah, the but... nukes. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but it's like, we can't... We've, all we can do is blow ourselves up, I guess. I guess they don't want us to wreck a, a good planet. Yeah, mm. or get past maybe. that point, maybe. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, he's so the guy is so like accurate. He can shoot a gun out of someone's hand. So why not just go around and just blow up just the nukes? Mm. If that's the problem, you know. Why don't they make the nukes stun still? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, but it, like you say, it's an interesting ending because it, for all the fact that he said he's peaceful, that's actually a pretty like not peaceful thing to say. Well, because it is just yeah. like do what we say, or or you're just gonna get killed. It's one like, version of peace, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting version. I mean, I'm all right with that version of peace. I would probably... Are you, though? You don't not have free will. You if just I came have... to your house and said... Oh, no, because they're not moving in, are they? They just say, you can come join us, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Just not allowed any guns. Right, so it's like me coming to your house and going, Alex, I've got this be car interesting. park, and I'm living there <laughs> in my caravan. You can come on, on the caravan park, but you can't bring your gun. Is that it? <laughs> No, he's just saying you're getting to a point where you're advanced. It's like the whole um, first contact. You're getting to a point where you're advanced enough to join our Federation of Planets. You can't. You haven't got a caravan yet, but you might get one. Yeah. And if you do get one... Where's a caravan coming? Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm living in the caravan park, right? Imagine I'm living yeah. in a caravan park. And I've nearly got a caravan. You, you are, and I've, I've, on the radio, I've heard Alex has got wheels, he's got a yeah. bit of metal, he's got a steering wheel, he's well <laughs> on the way to that caravan. Yeah. So I've come down and I've gone, right, mate... You can come on my caravan park when you built it, but you can't bring a gun. Yeah, and I'm all right with that. That's fair enough. Are yeah. you not all right yeah, with that's that? that's fair enough. Now I understand it, yeah, that's Season fair three, Sam's taking a very pro-gun stance all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tread on me all of a sudden. Are you trying to appeal to certain uh, demographics, to, Sam? Yeah, go Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of more interesting if, like, they gave him a deadline and still... No, like Russia and America didn't get rid of them because they didn't want to be the first to get rid of them. Yes, yeah, and yeah. That what? What if certain countries say, "Yeah, we're down with this," and others don't? Are we all just in the same boat? Or even if they said we're down with it, but then still kept a secret one or something? Yeah, that's not tackled, is it? I mean, it, it well, yeah, is no, do of, we? Because it ends. So it yeah, might. it just ends yeah. at this point, and it's very clearly. I mean, he looks straight at the camera, doesn't he? Everyone runs off at the end. When he says yeah. that, people. Like, Pegs it. Yeah, the ship just leaves. <laughs> Everyone walks off. I guess they've had. Some Everyone to just think runs about. away. <laughs> yeah, no one. But no also, one wants... if if no politician was there and it and that event wasn't filmed, what if no yeah. one believes the scientists? What he said. He's probably like, caused more trouble than he's solved. It's quite problematic, isn't it? It is a problematic. Yeah, it is a problem. It's just I, I think Clarto's plan is very flawed, and he is. Very determined to do it his way, despite mm. finding out straight away his way is not the best way of doing this. No. And it's not the weapons in themselves which are the problem. It's the human potential position. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I that's mean, a very that's a very pro gun sort of message to say that I guess because they say oh it's not the guns that kill people it's people that kill people, but. But at what level does it... I mean, like, are we not allowed certain propulsion or are we not allowed certain, like... Are we not allowed fireworks? Are we not allowed... Um... It doesn't make any sense at all because, like, propulsion enough to get you into orbit, orbit is actually, um, you know, a weapon of mass destruction in itself yeah. because yeah. of the it, kinetic yeah. energy involved. I mean, it feels a bit like there was this short story that was about that, the world standing still... And yeah. the, the writer and the director who had a very clear agenda of a kind of peaceful anti-gun, anti-Cold War, anti-nukes agenda kind of mm. put that on top of this The World Stands Still story. And I'm sure they sold it to the studios going, oh, my God, the world's going to stand still and it's going to be this epic special effects and stuff. Yeah. But they even failed at that because, like Chris just said, like, you know, you can interpret it as a pro-gun stance. Mm. Can't you? Yeah. It's like yeah, uh, you know, if we're all armed and we don't do anything, then that's great. Like it's only if we try and do something. That's, you know, mm. it's, the, it's the intent of the person that's the problem, not the gun. Yeah. 
Well, that was the day the Earth is still the original. <laughs> uh, rated way higher on our... I mean, we will reserve our judgment of against... In a comparison, I mean, mm. at this point. But Everyone um, bangs on about it. Yeah. What were your thoughts, uh, Sam? What were your thoughts overall on the day Shit. the Earth is still? You just didn't like it. Yeah? I was with it for about 10 minutes. But, like, it's got that old person feel, feel thing of, like... Like you said, like everyone's just wandering around like in a very unrealistic world and the kids are annoying, as always. Oh yeah, it did have a big yeah, you know, <laughs> cliche. But um but also like as we just discussed, it doesn't really make any sense. There's no the people who should be have some sense of urgency haven't got any urgency at all. Yeah. Clark too doesn't really seem that invested in the idea anyway, because he's just like prattling around going to the park with that kid. <laughs> it's like yeah. and and he's meant to be all knowing, but he doesn't know everything. And then, yeah. like, it doesn't look very good. Um, the props are terrible. Um, the one thing I'll give you credit for is that there are some tropes, as we've discussed, tropes of action films that are clearly cribbed from this. And I yeah. suppose it is 1951. It's a long time ago. But, you know, I've seen old films that are a lot better than this. Okay. Chris, what's your uh, hot take? I know that there's probably a lot of things which are established in this film so it's probably got an importance that we mm. aren't appreciating here yeah um but with that said shit that's said <laughs> yeah no yeah, it was a very that's obvious said, pause there yeah <laughs> you know that said you know sci-fi's come a long way you know yeah yeah um yeah wow that, that's literally it full stop <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I am, of, of the three of us, I'm the one that would normally rate things higher for their significance in the genre as a whole. And yeah. I do think that that opening is amazing and it's got some mm. stuff in there that totally set things up for later films and mm. all of that. But, I, I, yeah, I have to agree with you guys. It is a lot... I mean, a lot of it is just Klaatu wandering around, chatting to that little boy, a lot of talking. There's not really very much... There is science, but the science fiction of it is not really what it's about i mean did it want to a bit of k-pax it was <laughs> yes it is a bit k-pax isn't it yeah it is a bit k-pax um also like yeah that if if he'd said what he said and then there was half an hour of them going well actually what does that mean or like well actually yeah that's that's like if they then discussed his his big statement mm. it builds up to his big statement then he says it and, and leaves so you don't really you're left to just be like well okay well now what like I remember isn't... seeing an old like video of I remember there was a guy and I think he was British who thought he'd been he was like this Klaatu person yeah. in oh. real life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you must have seen a footage where he's like being interviewed and he like goes into like a trance. Is that the guy Louis Theroux, the big head? He goes all K Paxy. Yeah. yeah. He might have been actually might yeah, he might have been Louis American yeah. actually, maybe. Hmm. But yeah, that's kind of, I was getting mixed up with that. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's flawed. Yeah. No, I mean I can't say it's it's not it's not a brilliant but, film. But also, like um, as we just mentioned before in the quiz, invasions of the body snatchers. That's oh, yeah. from fifty six. It's a few years later, and mm. all those dirty commies are out of Hollywood by that point. But um, <laughs> but but we've um, had a clear out. That is a much much more oh, yeah. competent and modern film, isn't it? You know, and also it's exciting. That has got like that. Yeah. That film understands that you need to keep people entertained. The very slow taxi chase is really like weird, and it, it's a really weird moment. And it just ends with him getting shot anyway. Um, it's just a bit odd. Like there's no real. It's not dynamic enough, is it? No. It makes me realise though that I think Body Snatchers must be an outlier because like Journey to Center the Earth was terrible, wasn't it? And that's later than. Yes, body snatchers. <clears throat> so it must be just like the, the just... genre was in flux. You That's know, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's not. And 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 I do feel like they did need to that bit with Clartu. He grabs the woman, and she's all like ah, like all that. That is obviously <laughs> things they have to put in to make it a sci a fifty sci fi film, it, isn't, isn't it, yeah. there? You know, and the the atomic peril and this kind of like, mm. oh, it's a laser beam. It it makes people disappear like that. There are a lot of like cliches they kind of had to chuck in to, to like, mm. oh, that's what the audience expects. And that's why I get yeah. why they're making it. They thought they're making a B movie, but what I don't understand is how it rose above that status because it it's very B movie like, mm. isn't it? Just a bit. Boring. I guess it's because it had something to say, whereas a lot of them didn't have anything to say. Yeah, it makes uh, you want to see like mm. a contemporary 
actual sci-fi film and see how bad that is because <laughs> well on a, okay looking at the list them which is 1954 film which is also like this kind of genre oh, yeah, that is a, that is a like giant ants yeah that's at 103 <laughs> that's a better film that, that had the guy from the victorian age isn't it the old that guy, yes yeah. Journey to the Centre of the Earth, which you mentioned, 1959, a lot later. That's at 140. I think this is kind of a bit more cerebral than Giant Ants, though. I think them's a better really? film. I think them is a Them's a lot film. more fun than this was. Uh, it's quite more okay. cerebral, but it's very boring. Well, Jurassic World's at 116. What's that got to do with this? I'm just giving you some. <laughs> I'm just giving you some touch points. Just other. Uh, just, just saying stuff now. Yeah. Um, was it better than? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to look at films that might. Be Ready Player more. One. Where's that? That's yeah, way that's, down. That's way down. <laughs> I think it's better than Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is at 140. Hmm. <sighs> That was really lame. Like those what big battles, lizards. Yeah. yeah. And what year was that? 1959, a lot later. No one sang a song in this, did they? So it's got that. Bit no. I it. think this has got importance that we need to think, we need to think about. Okay. okay. Well, we'll say high 140 then. Okay. Mm. But, but how much, much higher? higher? No, I don't think it's better than them. Them was like schlocky and crap, but it was at least a bit fun, wasn't it? Whereas yeah, yeah, them so was so bored of this. Yeah. So dull. Um... You, you could watch this like a radio play. You could do something else and just watch it, and not and you get it all because it's just yeah. Looking it at these films, there's a lot of films that I would watch before I watch this again. That are a lot more fun. I, I mean, think, I think it's I think it's low low hundreds. I think. I mean, do you want to stick it above Journey to the Center of the Earth? I like Pitch Black more than I like this, to be honest, and that's one above Journey to the Center of the Earth. So, yeah. I mean, we would we what we're saying here is. We're admitting that it's got significance yeah. and it's got an importance, but that's not what we rate always on. So, And also, like, all it did was establish tropes for terrible films, like Armageddon and Independence Day. So, Yeah. But Arrival and, you know, there's... It's, I suppose, yeah. It did, it, did, it did set the language, I think, that we understand in some certain ways. Did you think- I don't know. It's hard to put your mind in this era. I mean, yeah. did every, was everyone UFO mad? Yes, they were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were UFO crazy. From like 47 to, I guess, mid-50s, mental UFO mania. Mm. I mean, looking at this list, we've got other quite thick... There's there's two other films here that people think are important that we've put lower, including Clockwork Orange and The Man That Fell to Earth. They're both films that people go like, oh, they're so important. (laughs) But we've put them lower than Journey to the Centre of the Earth. So, and... Mm. and, uh, and, uh, to be honest, I think Journey to the Centre of the Earth is way too high up that list. I think that <laughs> yeah, I, I think actually. this is a worse film than that. But again, that's lucky that film was very, very early on, wasn't yeah. it? So it's, um, mm. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard one. It just wasn't any good. Like, it wasn't... Enge- not engaging. Even enough. when we watched his old films that have got something important, there's all sorts of things good going on, you know. But this was just yeah. very, very boring. How about Under Elysium? That's quite another worthy oh, film. It's better than that. Oh, okay. is bloody awful. Where's that? That's that's higher. That's way higher. That's <laughs> what? Uh, 123. Yeah, you two are bloody insane. Elysium Le- Le- is a terrible film. Um, <laughs> I quite like it. This list's a joke. <laughs> who thought this would be a good idea? <laughs> Look, the whole, the whole who, list is... Who, who thought this podcast would be a good idea? <laughs> it's all falling apart. Um, it's, it's all fucked. Above uh, Elysium, then? It's a hard one, isn't it? We, we'd nev- we're, not, we're not impassioned either way. No one is impassioned enough on this. Should we go back to that one higher than during Descent to the Earth, then? Should we go yeah. to that? Yeah. Let's just Do get that. it in there. Okay. That kind of works. That makes sense, I it think. It makes yeah. sense, yeah. Yeah. So, the day the earth stood still, I'm typing and, and talking, that's why it sounded like that, uh, the 1951 uh, sci-fi classic goes into the list at 140. Um, now, the interesting thing will be, will the remake go yeah. higher? Uh, I haven't seen the remake, so I can't make a prediction right now. Yeah, Chris is the only one that's seen it, uh, and I don't want him to make a prediction, because... Yeah, let's just let's leave it at that. Let's leave it a as cliffhanger. a cliffhanger, a cryptic little cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. So, thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, join us next week when we will be standing still again on the Earth and watching Space Jam. 
I'm watching Spider. I'm watching uh, another seminal film. <laughs> yeah, Clartu as Keanu, which is a good bit Ooh, of casting. Clartu Keanu. Clartu Reeves. Do you think? Do you think they were yeah. doing something with that? Yeah, Clartu Reeves. They should have the letters like go in on the trailer. Like this is Clartu, and the letters like yeah, matrix yeah. into Keanu. Yeah. Yeah. Does he say? Does he go? Whoa! Does he say that at all? Does he say whoa? Any I don't point? think he does. But he asks no. some questions, though, doesn't he? He has some questions. He, has, he, said he asks lots of questions. Yeah, I bet he does. I bet he does his thinking, Keanu. Face, I, like I, well, I, I personally think it's the it's his perfect role. Like it's oh. just it was made for him. Wow, interesting. Wow. wow. Well, join us next uh, week. Yeah, next week Chris will be in charge, and we'll be back standing still on the earth, as we said, with the day the stood still, the nineteen, the two thousand and eight. I can't remember. Yes. yes. Yeah. And in the meantime, please get in touch if you're. Angered by the rating of Alien Three last week, <laughs> if you somebody think somebody was have gone, like someone we heard was. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that was not fair, wasn't it? But yes, yeah. someone, someone's upset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you're angry about that, you know, write in, tell us about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or if you've got a passion for fifty sci-fi that we just don't have, or, uh, tell or us on our toes. anything you'd like us to watch, you know, rules over yeah. suggestions. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in touch. We've got some good shows to come. Obviously. Mm. Uh, out of date from what they're related to but who cares doesn't matter we're back it doesn't matter we're back yeah Uh, so that's it so uh, we'll all say goodbye cheerio bye see ya bye